0: This is the FM Gold Channel of Volunteer Radio in the program News Analysis. Now we bring you a discussion on development projects in Jharkhand. The participants are T.R. Ramachandran, political analyst and K.V. Prasad, journalist. Prime Minister Narendra Modi was in Jharkhand today. One of the major announcements he made was the launch of an ambitious pension scheme for farmers under the Pradhan Mantri Kisan Mandhan Yojana. Farmers between 18 to 40 years of age will get rupees 3,000 monthly pension after reaching 60 years. In addition to that, the Prime Minister also had inaugurated the multi-modal cargo terminal, which was on the river Ganga and, of course, lay the foundation stone for a new secretariat building in the state capital. Mr. Hansen, then, if we were to take you to the first and foremost thing, the issue of farmers and the pension for farmers, something that has been forefront of the government's policy planning, one, in the major scheme of doubling farmers' income, and second, to ensure that farmers who have reached age of superannuation, if one might say so, in terms of government service, 60 years, would be entitled for a pension. This scheme, obviously, is launched today by announced by the Prime Minister, and it has an outlay of almost 10,000 crores for the next years first and foremost if you could explain the benefits that might accrue I think the program as such will definitely benefit the farmers let's not forget that the farmers the kind of distress they have suffered over the last two three years has been quite phenomenal and the entire effort has been to somehow help the farmers offset their loss and maybe apart from doubling their income over a period of time is also to ensure that they get some kind of relief by way of pension. But of course, all this is when they reach the age of 60. But even this in its own way is innovation in several ways because this was non-existent prior to this. I, in any case, do not think that the farmers have got a fair deal all these years. I think the farmers have suffered for various decisions of the government policies of the government have not really been right for the farmers. The farmers have suffered on account of that on many occasions. I'm not singling out any single government. I think all governments which have been at the center have played their part in at least trying to ameliorate the lot of the farmers. But at the same time, there have been instances when the farmers have faced extreme distress and the kind of help that they have looked to the government has not come forward. But in the present scheme of things, I think a lot is already being seen as going in favor of the farmers and particularly the poor farmers. And I think there is an element of anticipation from the farmers themselves, even though 3,000 a month may not be a big amount. But at the end of the year, 36,000 in their kitty and many of them who have never had bank accounts now have bank accounts. So I think in some ways this will be very, very beneficial. But that does not mean that the government on its side overlooks the other issues of irrigation in particular. If you are only dependent on rain-fed farming, then it has its own disadvantages. Therefore, I think a lot of work needs to be done. But at least the work is now proceeding in the right direction. The Prime Minister also mentioned the fact that this area that is Jharkhand is a launching pad of big schemes beneficial for the poor and tribals. And of course, he mentioned during his meeting or his rally that the government has taken several measures in the first 100 days of the NDA 2 to in corruption, bring about development and root of terrorism. He highlighted, of course, the issues of how the corrupt people are now finding themselves increasingly difficult and are seeking bail from courts when they thought they were above law, obviously indicating to the current trend where many senior leaders find themselves in difficult positions. Well, I think he had made his position very clear even before he became the prime minister that if the BJP were to come to power and he becomes the prime minister, the war against corruption will begin and it will begin in a big way. I think the spade work had been done in this regard in his first term of five years. And now in the second term, it is beginning to pay some kind of dividends as someone sitting outside of walls watching the situation develop. I think in the way that some of these cases have gone ahead A lot remains to be decided, and that is why some of these cases are directly being supervised by the apex court of the country. But I think, yes, the fight against corruption was long overdue. And if people in powerful positions have been found not to be following the due laws of the land, then I think, yes, they will have to pay a price. And if this is so, then I think, by and large, the opinion of the common man on the street on specific issues of bringing to book people in high places, indulging in acts of corruption, is very positive. His attitude is definitely not negative in this matter. Uh, Mr. Ram, if I take you back to the development projects in Jharkhand, of course, we just mentioned the fact that the new secretariat building is going to come up at an estimated cost of 12,300 crores, and it will have space for offices of 32 departments, because jharkhand is... A nascent state, one to say so, but more than a decade that it has been formed. Nearly two decades since it was founded. And uh, the fact that you have a Naya Raipur, you have now probably a Naya Chhattisgarh having its own new state secretariat building to go with it in the new state capital, obviously. But what was, I think, most significant was the inauguration of the multi-development project of multi-mode cargo terminal. It was inaugurated or rather the foundation stone of it was laid by Prime Minister Modi in April 2017 and today we are in September 2019. The phase one is ready and first details as we see, he inaugurated it through a digital communication system at an event in Ranchi. This was the terminal itself was at Sahib Ganj in Jharkhand area. It is built at the cost of 290 crores, as I said the record time of two years. Now, this is the second of the three multimodal terminals being constructed on the river Ganga under the Jal Vikas project. In November 2018, the Prime Minister inaugurated the multimodal transport project at Banaras. So, this is something again using the inland waterways which the government has been talking of since first NDA in 2014. Now, bearing fruitation? I think credit must be given where it is due. I think this aspect of exploiting waterways has been talked about for at least to my knowledge, for more than four decades. But hardly any work had been done on it. Several ideas were floated, several studies were conducted, and all those were pushed into the Almaras to gain dust. Nothing happened to those files. But I think this is a big start to starting the waterways. And this is going to go a long way in ensuring that the waterways is used in a very, very systematic manner, where cargo is reached in time, and its efficacy will be far better than what has been witnessed till now. The other aspect is that, let's not forget, these are small states. These are also states dominated by tribals. And the tribals, in their own way, need special assistance for their development. And it will not be out of place to mention Prasad. The PM has also inaugurated 164 odd schools, specially for the tribals out of which about out of 164 schools, I think 71 are going to be located in 12 of the 14 districts of Jharkhand. This is specially to help prepare the tribal children in higher education up to the class of 12 and to progress better further that this scheme has been thought about. I think one very laudable aspect of this government is that they have proposed projects and they have taken time out to sit, discuss it, evolve it and implement it in a particular time phase. And that is where credit should be given to it. But nothing of this would have really been possible if the necessary groundwork had not been laid since you mentioned about the area and connectivity. This multimodal terminal at Saip will open up industries of Jharkhand and Bihar to the global market, provide Indo-Nepal cargo connectivity through waterways route. It will play an important role in transportation of domestic coal from the local mines in Rajmahal area to various thermal power plants located along the northwest one. And other coal, stone chips, fertilizers, cement and sugars are expected to be transported through this terminal. So, a lot of movement will also reduce, if you can say so, the carbon footprint because the emission through trucks and dependence on... I think all... There is a spin-off if one would say the spin-off there would benefit. be a very positive kind of spin-off effort, as you say. I think the carbon footprints will reduce considerably. But this is a start. But they need to give it a big push because... The Ganges, as we all know, it does not just, you know, yes. stay in one particular place. It starts in the Himalayas and goes into the sea. But at the end of the day, it's a riverine route, which in certain areas has been very, very fruitful and exploited. But that has not been the case. But I think this would be an instance, the first of its kind, where they are using the Ganga to get things into a particular state and then make this as a base for transportation to Nepal and other neighboring areas. But I think even within states, to move movement of traffic within states, and this is a rich mine area. We all know that this particular area is very rich in mines. If you have seen and go moving mines to the factory, it has been done by treasurer. For a long, long time from the factories come on the waterways of the Mandavi or the other river and they are taken to the factories. But that is one rare instance. But now I think this will give it a huge push and I think it will make a difference. Yeah. In fact, the government estimates that the multimodal terminal will help create a direct employment of 600 people and indirect employment to about 3,000 people in the region. And the convergence of the road and rail river transport at Sahibganj through this new multimodal terminal will connect this part of the Barkan, Saheb Gans part 2, Hinterland, to Kolkata, Haldia and further to the Bay of Bengal. And Side will also get connected to Northeastern states through Bangladesh by River Sea Route. This is a small start to a beginning, but I am sure this will pick up very soon because barring the monsoons, I think connectivity through these rivers will be far more easier. But I think there are a lot of ifs and buts in it because you need to also ensure that the ships that go really boats so or that go on these rivers Ganga on its own is a very strong and turbulent river. Yeah, in fact, the capacity of the terminal, which is there, is about 30 lakh tons per yeah, annum 30. and it grow to 54.58 5, lakh tons per annum. But that is after the investment of 376 crores for capacity enhancement in phase two, which is under the PPP mode. Now, that is where we'll have to see because it needs to attract private investment. And for that to happen, obviously, we have, as you said, it's a long way to go. We'll have the first phase to really operationalize and commercialize itself quite well so that the revenue model is looked at. the brighter Once time. you have an opening and it gets started, you will find a revenue model and everything will fall in pace. But the point is it it needs to be managed efficiently by people who understand this whole system and it needs to be improved on its connectivity to other areas connected by this river. In the country. In so fact, let's the, not forget it. it comes from the Himalayas yeah. and then goes no, Because into the sea. of this, I think the Inland Waterways Authority, which is the implementing agency for this project, and mentioned the multi board transports are built as part of that, as mentioned the Jalmar Vikas Paryojana, which aims to develop the stretch of river Ganga between Baranasi and Haldia for navigation of large vessels up to 1,500 to 2,000 tons weight by maintaining a drought of 2 to 3 meters in the stretch of river and setting up other systems required for safe navigation. So obviously, Mm. all this has been built up. These these are all being done carefully after studies having been made because building draught in certain areas is not a very easy proposition. The Hooghly in particular, though the connectivity after doing this, I think will be far, far better. And as the objective we also discussed, but the government's objective is clear. It is to promote inland waterways. As a cheaper and more environment friendly means of transport, especially for cargo movement. That's Something exactly. we just discussed about carbon footprints reduction that is carbon a major emission is very high in these because they use diesel, these trucks, and they are slow moving, they're not very fast. Well, Take the all on, on the roads the roads have improved considerably but definitely needs greater improvement and connectivity. If we were to look at all these projects of course will help for the betterment of the people improve their lifestyle and life because one employment opportunity would increase as you go along with projects being implemented and create jobs. One of the most important things which needs to be looked at as creating jobs. And that is a big problem for the government at this moment. In a few months from now, Jharkhand will be going in for elections. So the new government will also obviously have to come up with its plan and to continue the work that has been done in the due course. Well, in October, November elections in Jharkhand have to be held. And I think this is the first move to really give a push to the electioneering there and I think the Prime Minister has taken the lead and these sets of measures and their implementation and not to forget that Jharkhand finally has a new assembly building. The Prime Minister has especially spoken about it that this would give the impetus for the people of Jharkhand to decide what is it that they really want in terms in fact, of it, development. Uh, he also, in the rally or the public address, he talked about the two newly formed unitaries of Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh and said, that we aim to bring development in j and change and Ladakh, the work for which has begun in the first 100 days of nda 2.0. Well, I think that has been mentioned by the Prime Minister himself that they are determined to take India forward, bettering a lot of the people. And at the end of the day, this is a promise that they have made to the people and they are determined to implement it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Prasad. You were listening to a discussion on Development projects in Jharkhand. The participants were T.R. Ramachandran, political analyst, and K.V. Prasad, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsttalks@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Please stand by for our next program in a short while from now.